Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hello, my love tribe. Welcome to Heart Blend Podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay Christian, and I focus on emotional care and empowerment for empaths. And today we're starting a brand new series focusing on boundaries. Yes, boundaries are so, so important. And I know if you are on your self-development journey, you're working to improve yourself, the topic of boundaries may have come up. Maybe you've heard someone say, you need to set healthy boundaries. If you're feeling overwhelmed, set healthy boundaries. And we're hearing this over and over again, boundaries, 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 but we don't really know what that means. Help us. What does boundaries really mean? What does that look like? What does that feel like? And so my objective today is to really help us do a nice deep dive into what boundaries really are, what they really mean, and just ways that we can go about expressing and handling those boundaries. Now, throughout this series, I'll go over in more detail about different types of boundaries, physical boundaries, time boundaries, intellectual boundaries, spiritual boundaries, and emotional boundaries. And I'll also cover how to create a boundary system for yourself, as well as setting better boundaries with yourself. So I think it's important, and I kind of went back and forth if I should have addressed this series as focusing on boundaries in the workplace, boundaries in dating, boundaries with friends, but I think that those boundaries can be applied in several areas of our lives. So whenever you go to listen to the different types of boundaries, I do cover ways that we can better handle those boundaries in those different scenarios, such as in work, with friends and family, in dating, and with strangers. So those are all going to be very valuable to you, especially if you're in the developing stages of setting healthier boundaries and learning how to really develop yourself and your identity as a person with creating a better boundary system. In this episode, I will be covering what are boundaries? What does that really mean? Signs of healthy boundaries, signs of weak boundaries, signs of rigid boundaries, signs of unhealthy boundaries, and why we struggle with boundaries. Why is it so difficult for us? Why is it so challenging? right? So that is all that we're going to cover today. We have a lot to cover, so I don't want to waste time. Let's jump into it. Now, what are boundaries? Boundaries are barriers in the way that you protect what you value. Setting a boundary means that you are taking action to protect what is important to you, the things you love, what you care about, what makes you feel like yourself. Those are the ways in which we take care of that. 
Now, the thing is, we already have boundaries and we already express boundaries, but we may express them in unhealthy ways. We may express those boundaries as avoidance or getting defensive, or maybe we don't respect our boundaries, but we still feel the emotion tied to the boundary. Maybe we feel overwhelmed or we feel angry. Feeling angry is a big sign that one of your boundaries has been violated. So it's really important to understand what boundaries are and why they're so important. Boundaries are not designed to keep people out. They're designed to keep us in, to help us to not leak out onto everyone else. And so the more that we understand that, the more that we can really be able to build a healthy relationship with ourselves and healthier relationships with other people. The thing is, is that people love boundaries. Boundaries help people to know the limits of things. They don't know what is too close, too far. And so when we set those boundaries, when we're true to our boundaries and we express those appropriately, it really gives a sense of relief to that person because now they know how to manage themselves around you. And I think that we have this idea or conditioning to believe that setting boundaries are bad, telling someone no is bad or that it's mean. When in actuality, it's extremely important and crucial to healthy relationships. Whenever you don't set those boundaries, maybe you're not mean or maybe you're not standing your ground, quote unquote. But what happens when you start feeling really resentful or really tired or it starts wreaking so much havoc with stress in your life that you get sick or ill? And you're really unable to maintain your life in a healthy way. Is that kind? So we have to really be honest with ourselves and understand ourselves. Being able to set healthy boundaries requires for you to really know who you are. And to be open to learning more about who you are. And not just taking all of this information and perspectives and theories and ideas of who you are from other people what other people have told you who you are. You have to know who you are in order to really set those healthy boundaries and for you to honor those boundaries. The other thing that I want to mention is that there are societal norms and beliefs and ideals of what people's boundaries should be, how you should respect yourself, what you should not tolerate. But everyone's boundaries are different because we all value different things. We all have different relationships to different associations to things. One person may value their home while another person may value being out of the house and going on vacations and staying away from home as much as possible. It all depends on the relationship you've built with what it is that you're associating yourself with. So that's what a boundary is. It's the way in which you express protecting what you value, protecting yourself, protecting the things you care about, protecting the things that make you feel whole. If you're new to this 
podcast, I would highly suggest listening to Healing Masculine Energy. It's really, really helpful because it touches base on this particular topic. Setting boundaries has a lot to do with healthy masculine energy. Just remember, male, female, it doesn't matter. We are all feminine and masculine. We all have both of these energies within us. It's the passive, the active, the inner, the outer. So the boundaries are the outer. That is the way you protect. It is the masculine energy of the way you love the things you value. So protection is really important. Okay, now let's move on to understanding healthy signs of boundaries. Healthy signs of boundaries look like being able to be honest without feeling any negative emotion. Being able to express yourself clearly without feeling guilty afterwards or shameful or afraid to speak up. Healthy boundaries look like being assertive, not fluctuating in your voice whenever you're addressing something or setting a boundary or expressing your boundary. Healthy boundaries looks like confidence and not fake confidence, but true confidence, being secure within yourself, feeling comfortable in your own skin, being able to say no, being able to be calm, cool, and collected and not worry about how someone's going to perceive you after you state your boundary. Boundaries are yours. They're your values. It's what's important to you. It's not what someone else puts on you. A lot of times in certain religious beliefs, they have already set your value system. They've already set for you what your boundary should be. And sometimes depending on what you've experienced in life and what you've gone through, you may have a different value system that doesn't align with your religion or with your spiritual beliefs. And sometimes you can run into that feeling of guilt or conflict because you feel like it's not matching with what it is they're telling you your boundary should be. But in this series, this is focused on your personal boundaries. You've got to be very clear and honest with yourself when discovering and deciding what it is that's important to you. So those are signs of healthy boundaries, being able to speak up, being able to say no, not feeling guilty or shameful or negative emotions when you say no, because you know what works for you. Being able to understand your emotions, being able to practice self-empathy, being able to understand and appreciate and respect other people's boundaries. Those are signs of healthy boundaries. Now, what are signs of weak boundaries? Signs of weak boundaries looks like people pleasing, unable to say no, feeling very overwhelmed, feeling guilty for just being yourself, not being able to express yourself clearly, not being able to feel comfortable or safe enough to feel honest or to be honest, not being able to speak your truth, allowing for others to dictate your life, codependency, not taking responsibility for your own life, feeling victimized, jumping into the victimhood mindset and just saying how everyone else is doing something to you 
and how they're taking advantage of you, but you're not actually doing anything about it, not being able to stand up for yourself, not feeling grounded. All of these are signs of weak boundaries. What are signs of rigid boundaries? Now, this is what happens when we've been really hurt before. We've experienced some emotional damage and we are just traumatized. (laughs) Sometimes we'll go to the extreme of setting very rigid boundaries by not letting people in, not feeling safe enough to be vulnerable, not opening up, closing ourselves off, being really cold or icy towards others for no reason, right? Not being open to opportunities or new things that can come in. Not being open to anything at all. Being overly stubborn. Just feeling afraid to step outside of your comfort zone. Afraid to step out of your boundaries of something that may have been set from a long time ago. But you've grown, you've evolved, you've progressed, hopefully. And if you can't move and shift those boundaries now that you're learning more about who you are, you're obtaining new values because you're experiencing new things, those boundaries should be flexible. We shouldn't be so closed off that we're not allowing for life to happen. So whenever we have rigid boundaries, that means we've set those boundaries out of fear. We're not creating boundaries out of values. We're creating boundaries out of fears. We're trying to avoid something. So we're trying to keep ourselves in. Those are signs of rigid boundaries. Now, what are signs of unhealthy boundary systems? What does this look like? Okay, so weak and rigid can absolutely be unhealthy. They are unhealthy. But what happens when it actually starts to become more of a toxic type of boundary system? When someone is controlling, when someone's manipulative, if they lack proper definition within themselves, they start to just act like everyone else and they don't really know who they are. If they're causing harm to other people, if they're disrespecting others or other beings, even disrespecting animals, disrespecting the environment, and disrespecting other people, they have no regard or understanding for others. They can be pushy or demanding. They can result to violence or harassment, rape even, addiction, gambling, stealing from others, cheating in relationships. Just lacking that ability to follow a value system, a moral compass, they lack the ability to really have those healthy boundaries just because they don't feel as significant. They don't feel as important. They feel like they have nothing to lose, right? Or they don't feel like there's something that's that valuable except for their own personal gain. Trying to fill up a void that will never be full. In their mind, they're unable to say no. And so these are signs of really unhealthy boundaries because not only are they harmful to the person that has 
obtained an unhealthy boundary system, they're unhealthy to the relationships and the other people that engage and interact with them. To the person receiving the energy from the unhealthy boundary, this is kind of what creates the formula for someone to have weak boundaries because maybe they've experienced some of that toxic energy from someone who has unhealthy boundaries. They've received abuse. They've received controlling manipulative behavior. So in return, they're conditioned to now have weak boundaries because they've been so violated that they don't even know what's safe. They don't know if I am able to express my boundaries, what happens when I express my boundaries and someone violates me as soon as I express my boundaries. That's why it can be really difficult for people to set boundaries. That's why people struggle with boundaries because let's just be honest, there's a lot more people who have unhealthy boundaries then there are people who have healthy boundaries. People who have healthy boundaries are people who are truly powerful, dynamic, mysterious, attractive, confident. They walk into a room and people just fawn over them. People respect them. People want to know them. People feel respected just by being in their presence. Oftentimes, these are high-profile people, maybe even some celebrities will have healthy boundary systems, and some don't, but they exude leadership. They exude a very magnetic type of energy. Those people are not as common, right? That's why they stand out. But here's the thing, when someone has an unhealthy boundary system, they're wanting the same results as someone who has healthy boundaries. They're wanting the power, the respect, the recognition. They're wanting all of these things, but they don't know how to actually have those healthy boundaries because they haven't established a proper value system, and a proper boundary system within themselves. So whenever you meet someone and they're very controlling, they're trying to control every little thing around them. They're trying to control other people. They're trying to control the outcome of things. They're trying to control experiences. This because they feel out of control. If you run into someone who's very controlling, they lack control inside. So they're trying to fix it by controlling everything else because they don't have self-mastery, self-control. They're lacking the ability to have proper discipline with themselves, to tell themselves, no, you're valuable. You don't need to do that. No, that's not going to serve your highest good. They don't have that type of relationship with themselves and it makes them feel uncomfortable. They feel 
scattered. They feel anxious. So in order to get control over it, they try to control everything else around them, but themselves, but their own emotions. They don't take the time to sit with themselves, understand their emotions. Why are they feeling like that? And how can they care for themselves in that moment? If they're manipulative, that's how they've been conditioned. That's how they've learned to try to get what they want because they don't have the right mentality to get the things they want in the correct way. That takes work and dedication and to build those values and build the relationship towards what it is they want. In order to create a healthy boundary system, you have to know how to create a healthy nurturing system. So if you don't know how to take something and build it from nothing, if you don't know how to care for the things that you value and that you want, even if it's a career or if it's a goal, if you don't know how to take those steps to get there, and it feels uncomfortable, you're impatient and all of that, then you may just find a way to manipulate the outcome to just get what you want so that you don't have to work for it. This is how they've learned to approach things. This is how they've learned to interact with people is to focus on just getting what they want. It's a sense of survival. It comes from a lack mentality, a lack mindset, a poor mindset. That's where that starts. Lack of definition. This can be dangerous because if you don't know who you are, then you don't know your values and you can't even create healthy boundaries. You may feel insignificant. You might feel that you're not important. So you might go to extreme measures to feel significant. Oftentimes people who are terrorists or people who do these heinous crimes towards other people, they're seeking to gain some type of significance, to feel important, to feel purposeful. And they can become easily brainwashed by someone that wants to utilize them to finish their plan. So if they don't have a healthy boundary system with healthy values and morals, and they lack definition in who they are as a person, they're going to be the first ones that will be easily pulled in that direction. So when you lack definition, you open yourself up to being easily manipulated by the hands of anyone. You better hope they have a good heart. Whenever we're causing harm to other people, we're not respecting their boundaries. This is emotional harm, physical harm, whatever. We're so disconnected that we almost don't even feel that other people are real. It's like I see them, but there's not that true gravity, the weight that's there that tells that person that that's a real person that has feelings, that feels pain. They're lacking the connection, lacking the empathy, oftentimes. And it just creates this 
vicious cycle, this rippling effect. So people may struggle with setting healthy boundaries for themselves, especially if they've been on the receiving end of harm, whether it's sexual abuse, molestation, especially in children. If a person at a very young age ever experiences molestation or sexual abuse, or even physical abuse, even if they're harmed physically, this teaches them that their body is not theirs. They have now disconnected from their body. They think their body is for everyone else because that's what has happened to them. And as they grow into being adults, if they don't have that realization and they haven't felt empowered yet to take ownership over their body again, they can still run into these sexual boundary scenarios with people. They can still struggle with saying no. And so that's why whenever I see other people judging other people, I I know they lack so much empathy because it's like you don't know what that person has gone through. They really are trying to do the best they can. It's none of our business how someone conducts themselves or what they do. It's only our responsibility to take care of what's going on in our own lives. Sometimes people are stuck in abusive relationships because that's all they know. Doesn't make it right, I know. But that's all they know and they need help. They need someone to validate them. They need someone to tell them that was wrong. You were violated. That wasn't right. You are the owner of your body, not anyone else. So it can be very challenging for someone to set boundaries if this has been their whole life, especially throughout their childhood. And whenever a child expresses anger or saying no, oftentimes they're punished for it. And if you're punished every time you say no, or every time you express yourself, or every time you speak up, or every time anything, you're conditioned to not do that because your mind and your brain is always going to try to avoid pain. So when you go to set the boundary, even though you're listening to me, maybe you feel empowered, you feel confident, you go to set the boundary and it just feels like, oh, I can't do this. I'd rather just people please. I'd rather just do whatever they tell me to do. I don't want to, I, I, I can't do it. Because it's like you're punishing yourself. Sometimes you punish yourself for just feeling angry and not having the self-empathy. So sometimes whenever someone does violate your boundaries, they agitate you, they irritate you, they make you feel angry, you stop at that emotion and you say, ah, I shouldn't have gotten mad. I shouldn't have felt angry. Maybe I overreacted. Maybe I shouldn't have done that. You're stopping yourself before you even get to the stage of understanding why that bothered you. That's why it's so important to journal, go to therapy, get those emotions out, understand the emotions. Why did you feel like that? Keep going until you get to the final detail or crumb of why you felt how you felt. Then you can understand, oh, that's why that offended me. Because I really value that about myself. Or I really valued this certain thing. 
and that person disrespected it or that person didn't listen to me or that person didn't apologize or that person pushed too far in ways that I felt uncomfortable. They weren't experiencing what I was experiencing and they went too far. But if you stop yourself and say, I shouldn't have felt like that. Oh, well, I'm sorry. Without actually taking time to understand why, it can be really hard to set those healthy boundaries in the future. So eventually you'll get to a point, it might be a little rough in the beginning. You might be overprotective. It doesn't matter. As long as we just start with setting healthy boundaries, over time it'll become more even. You'll be more confident and secure and calm in your reactions. That boundaries just feel really good to you. And that's how I want everyone to feel. I want boundaries to feel good not scary. Okay? In childhood, that's when we really learn our boundary system. By age two, we're starting to establish boundaries. That's why toddlers say no. They're learning boundaries. Boundaries are a part of our natural system. Our bodies have a natural boundary system. That's why we experience pain to let us know that's too much. That's damaging. We feel the pain before we get to the damage or maybe it's all at the same time. But hopefully we feel the pain before we cause further damage. As a warning system, eh, stop. Whenever you get conditioned, to feel pain regularly, you don't know when to stop. Sometimes we can victimize ourselves when we experience these types of interactions with people who have unhealthy boundaries. And while I'm completely understanding as to why you will feel that way, we cannot victimize ourselves. We cannot take it personally for someone who has an unhealthy boundary system. How one does one thing is how they do everything. So we just have to have that understanding and look and have the proper discernment that if a person is struggling to be able to have healthy boundaries within themselves, to be able to have healthy goals, to meet their goals, to be able to have consistency, to be able to have discipline, to be able to manage their money well, to be able to not tell secrets and gossip about other people, to be able to put a gate on that mouth (laughs) at times, to be able to control what they're saying, to not be verbally abusive. If you discern and you observe that a person behaves this way, and you haven't gotten into a connection or relationship with them, that is your indicator to let you know that that person is not someone to get close to. That's a person that's not trustworthy because they don't even trust themselves. They're literally all over the place. It's nothing personal. They're operating out of this pattern of an unhealthy boundary system. 
So you may be thinking, okay, but they're benefiting. They're taking advantage of people. They're doing this or doing that. But on the back end, you don't know what their life looks like. Oftentimes they're struggling. They're not happy. They are very, very unhappy for some reason. Rather, it's through conditioning, rather it's through a personality disorder, rather it's through a mental health condition. If a person struggles with the ability to maintain and control themselves, that's a part of who they are. That's a part of their pattern. You have to take responsibility to learn and to Know how to set those boundaries for yourself so that you don't become a victim to this person. You don't become on the same wavelength because it's in resonance with each other. If you have weak boundaries, if you don't stand up for yourself, you're going to naturally attract a person who has unhealthy boundaries. That's like a perfect fit because it's all on the same wavelength. It's the same vibration. It's the same type of energy. Unhealed masculine energy that doesn't know how to protect. So we have to be able to catch it if we can and to know how important it is that we set healthy boundaries. It is the only way We are able to take responsibility for ourselves. It's the only way we can have a quality life. It is the only way that we can manage ourselves and manage our lives and the things that are important to us. It's the only way we can protect our time, our bodies, our emotions. It is the only way that we can be able to have the relationships with the things that we care about and the things we value. Feeling overwhelmed, feeling burned out, not taking responsibility are unacceptable. I want you to say that out loud. Burnout, overwhelmment, feeling used, feeling taken advantage of, that's unacceptable. It's not fair to you, right? It's not fair to you to be used up and thrown to the side. No, Your life is so important and so valuable or you would not be here. You count, act as if you do. We have a lot more to cover throughout this series and I will give you examples on violations of different boundaries because I think it's important we have to understand, oh, that's a violation. Oh, Someone violated me. Someone violated my boundaries. Sometimes we don't know that someone's violated us. We know that we feel angry. We know we feel agitated or annoyed by that person. We know we don't really like that person anymore. We know that person bothers us for some reason, but sometimes we don't know why. And through this series, you will be able to understand the why now. So whenever you do feel that emotion that comes up that says, This is bad. This is uncomfortable. I don't like this feeling. I feel offended. I feel insulted. You know, when you get that rise in you, when you feel agitated, you feel that heat inside of you. You feel, oh, I just feel so mad. You know, you feel that. Mm. Now you can understand why. 
and you can be able to let go of the resentment. We hear that all the time. Let go, let go. I can't let go because I don't understand yet. I can't let go because I'm so stuck in the feeling. If you're stuck in the feeling, if you're stuck in the emotions, you can't let go. You can try, but it's still going to be there. The moment you understand your value, why something's important to you, and why something makes you feel angry, you understand it like that. You're able to drop it like that. You're able to move forward like that. That's what having boundaries does for you. And you're able to not have to keep dealing with the same thing over and over and over again. Because people will test your boundaries. They will push your boundaries. We don't know how healthy someone's boundaries are. So they're going to leak out onto us. But it's not our job to control other people. It's only our job to have responsibility to own ourselves. So I hope that you enjoyed this. I hope this was helpful. I hope that this, you know, really made a lot of sense for you. And we have a lot more coming up. I hope you stay tuned for more. Definitely, definitely, definitely. We are here Tuesdays and Saturdays, 6 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Thank you so much for tuning in and have a wonderful rest of your day.